Welcome to Beyond Dragondom Podcasts. Series 2 are audio readings from Aisha, Primary Contact, by Leslie M. Laws. The author holds copyright, all rights reserved. Should you want more details on this series of books, check out the link to the Tales from Dragondom website. And now, let us join Aisha, going once more beyond the portal in the quantum space-time continuum. Episode 7. Crashed Craft. A Dark Gift. The news that a craft of some kind had crashed, and there were survivors, was very good news. Some members of the group were already in place and trying to get more information, and Ipiga should be there by now. It was decided I would leave out the back and shapeshift into something else. Master Tudruntin would leave by the front and look as if he was on his way to pick fungi in the outskirt woodland. Then we would both meet at the crash site. I knew it was important to get to the crash site fast. I visualised the area we used near the hills and was about to simply translocate, but then thought again. It seemed to cause a red light to even contemplate that. So I walked out the back door and changed into a falcon. Once I had done the normal check on feathers and talons, I took to the air and gained height, skimming through the air until I was into the area near the hills where I could simply translocate to the crash site as it was not populated and our own people were there. Dralimer had done the same and we materialised within a flash of spiral time. Ipaga was coming out of the back of the dark craft and came over to us. We all looked at the machine. It was not Federation. That was worrying. Come. Bigger was an elf of few words when he had a problem to solve, and he looked troubled. We walked with him towards the craft, which had embedded its cabin into the ground. Inside there were cages. Some of the occupants had not been lucky. But we all knew that what was here was simply the left avatar, and that the soul who had inhabited them was fine. The humanoids, these are Mariana's people. Those who survived only did so because they were buried under the others, and presumably were left as damaged goods. He paused. A shadow crossed his face, just for a split second. There is no sign at all of who their captors were, nor of the crew, if there were any. The cockpit is unusual even by Federation design. Look for yourself. Be careful. Some of the equipment seems to be able to visibly pick up movement. Not sure what else, but they, whoever they are, will know we are here by now. I suggest we finish up as quickly as possible and move. The feel in the craft was dense. I closed my eyes and opened my inner sight. I was touching the seating pod near the front of the craft. I was hit immediately 
by a wet blanket of thick black ooze. I pulled my hand away. Jalimer had felt the same. We both knew we were up against the same dark entity that we had found with the gremlin or the infected Philodonite back on Arianel. We both sensed a change in the air. There was no time to shout a warning. We both used our minds and threw out simultaneous protective shields to encompass the craft and thus protect all outside. In seconds, the entire craft imploded, milliseconds after we had translocated. That was close. Look! The words seemed to scream in my head. I knew we had both picked it up as we both looked to where the craft had been. Now, within the double force field that we had placed as we moved, was a blackness that should just have been smoking and twisted metal. This was a dark black cloud, and it moved. It was alive. I heard the strain in Dralimer's voice as he yelled for everyone to leave as quickly as possible and take the survivors to safety by any means possible. His strong grip caught my arm. Not you. Dralimer was squeezing my arm hard. I could see the anxiety on his face. We are going to have to act fast and together. Come. Focus with me, and together create a crystal containment. Not just the ship, but an area of containment going into the ground, tens of feet, and out around for a hundred, one hundred feet in each direction. I was about to say something, but stopped. And as I felt his immense power building, I added mine to it. We stood side by side, our crystal-headed walking staffs, both pointed between us and towards the already encased craft, but slightly angled so as to penetrate the ground. Dralimer's massive crystal started to throb with crystalline diamond-white light. I took a couple of infinity breaths as I ramped up my inner core strength. Believe you have the ability to do this. Everything on this planet is relying on this being done right. You have the power, if you believe. The words were ringing through every cell of my body, and I could see little one's eye in my mind's eye. And so I went deep inside myself and felt the power expanding until it was a bright ice-white diamond ball. And then I envisioned it engulfing the area that Dralimer had suggested, forcing it out through the crystal in a blazing light. We started simultaneously inside the ground to prevent the black slime from spreading its viral spore further out from what we knew would already be an affected area. By Zorgan, I hoped we were in time. Thank you.